Coming up, four reasons why side hustles tend to crash and burn, and then the jobless claims are slightly up. The Fed predicting a recession. I'll set it all out for you. No need to be scared. I got you. Let's go. Helping you win at work so that you're winning in life. More money, more meaning is my aim for you, and it is possible. And it doesn't involve the government. All right, let's talk about four reasons why side hustles crash and burn. Now, this is um, I'm going to be doing a lot of content on this on the show. And the reason is because I was really pleasantly surprised and challenged when I saw some data recently that said 70% of Americans desire to work for themselves. 70% of Americans want to be self-employed, but only 7% are. And so when I saw that data, I was challenged. I was challenged to say, I want to step in that gap. I want to help those 70% step out and do it. And so the content today I lead off with today is, is, is a desire to do that. And I think what we need to look at first, before we talk about ideating and coming up with the idea, we need to understand the challenges that we're going to face. Because there's a reasons why, there, there are many reasons uh, why 70% want to and only 70% do. And, and can I just tell you that the 7% that are doing it are the ones that have made it this far. A lot have tried but they've fallen off because it's a contact sport working for yourself. I mean, it boy, it sounds great. By the way, I've done it. So I'm going to speak from experience today. I did it for six years, ran my own company. I did well. But it's not all it's cracked up to be. It sounds great. I'm free, baby. I work for me. Yeah, well, you're going to find that you could quite possibly be the worst boss you've ever had. <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's hard. And I just want you to know that. So here we go. Where are we right now as it relates to the gig economy, uh, side jobs, not necessarily side hustle working for yourself? 44% of Americans in 2022 were working at least one extra job. Okay. So I want to differentiate today between just I'm going to go get a side job that's working for somebody else and then starting a side hustle where I work for me. That's the difference. We're going to focus on the side hustle working for myself. That's what we're going to look at because they have a high rate of failure. So why? There are four main reasons that I see from the phone calls I get and from the data I read. The first one is, is you're not good at it. You're not good at it. I mean, this is the most painful one, so I thought we'd rip the Band-Aid off and get to that one first. I mean, listen, it happens. You remember when you were a kid, when you try a, maybe an instrument or a sport or a hobby, and you just walked away frustrated because you sucked. And we don't tell kids this anymore. Now, we don't need to be mean and tell kids they suck. But we do need to say, hey, Johnny, it's okay. You're not very good at it. <gasps> How dare you tell a child the truth? Well, if you don't tell the child the truth, they're going to show up on American Idol and sing like this. And then when Simon tells them they suck, they're destroyed. 
Why? Because nobody ever told him, you're not good at this. And I know that that's frustrating. But I can tell you as your dad, you're really good at this and this and this. <gasps> Turns out telling the truth to kids is not as hard as it seems, parents. Well, we got a bunch of soft, scared adults running around because nobody ever told them the truth. I'll let you sit on that one for a second. So one of the main reasons why your side hustle working for yourself isn't working is because you suck at it. You pick something that you maybe like or you uh, romantically thought would be awesome, and you aren't awesome. So it's okay to go, okay, I'm not so good at that. I, I learned this very early on in the sixth grade when I tried to play the trumpet. It was very obvious. Kenny shouldn't play the trumpet for a living, and that's why I don't. Instead, choose something as a side hustle that utilizes what you do best, that's your talent, that allows you to spend most of your day doing something you love, that's passion, and that creates results that you care deeply about, that's mission. That's why I created the Get Clear Career Assessment. So some of you want to figure out what's that side hustle, take my Get Clear Career Assessment. It's 30 bucks. KenColeman.com. It'll help you with this. You want to be guaranteed that you'll get a side hustle that will eventually win? Do something you're good at. Do something you love. Produce results that you care about. Those are the entrepreneurs that are unstoppable. Next, reason why side hustles working for yourself fail, it's not a good idea. You thought it was a great idea, but your idea sucks. Nobody cares. Few people do, but we don't run businesses on few people. So you should have researched your idea. You should have tested your idea. Doesn't mean that you suck. It means your idea sucks. It's okay, but you got to figure it out. Does my product or service actually solve a problem in a way that people will be compelled to say, here are my certificates of appreciation? In other words, dollars. Number three reason why side hustles working for yourself tend to fail. You quit too soon. You just got frustrated. You got antsy. We live in a world where we want immediate results. I got news for you. If you want immediate results, don't become an entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. You know? If I had a young person come up to me, if I went to a business school today and I was teaching and I had a student come up to me at 20 years of age and said, Ken, should I be an entrepreneur? Should I work for myself or work for somebody else? The first thing I would say to them is, do you have grit? They'd probably look at me like, I think I know what that word is, but I don't know. Because if you got grit, then if you come up with a good idea and you've got the talent to pull it off, then I'd say do it. Fourth reason, well, let me close this one up. Some of you are quitting too soon and you just need to hang on and stay with it. You got to give it a chance. Don't expect your side hustle to blow up in the first year, second year, quite frankly, third year. Just do we make gradual progress? Some of you are quitting too soon. The fourth reason why the side hustle work for yourself doesn't work is you don't have the margin. You've actually got the talent. Let's go back to number one reason. You've got the talent. Go back to number two. It's a good idea. And number three, you're not quitting too soon. It's just you don't have the margin. It's not the right time in your life. It's you got the talent, you got the idea, you got the stick to itiveness. 
but you simply don't have the margin. So evaluate your schedule, your season of life. Can you put into this what it needs? If you can't, it doesn't mean you won't eventually get to do it. It just means now is not the right time. So side hustles, working for yourself, can absolutely be a blessing, but they can be a curse if one of these four things or multiple of these reasons, you're not good at it, it's not a good idea, you quit too soon, or you don't have the margin. And listen, and that could discourage you from ever wanting to work for yourself, and I don't want that. So use these reasons. Be aware of them. They're pitfalls, but you can do this. Coming up, what the Fed's doing and what it means to you. Of the people, by the people, for the people, I am a man of the people. What does that mean? It means that I'm not looking to the government or the media to tell me which way the wind is blowing. I'm your common sense coach sitting right here, Main Street, baby. I'm paying attention, and I'm paying attention for you so that you aren't subject to social media, media, and the government, your mom and dad. The guys at the golf course and everybody is going to tell you what they think about your life. I want to give you the 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 filter and the mindset to be able to decide what it is that you are created to do and you go do it and you live your life and you live free. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is not just an eloquent phrase that Thomas Jefferson wrote. It's the spirit of a human and I'm trying to revive that spirit. I'm tired of people living their life like zombies. If you like that, Come on. And uh, more and more of you are liking it, and I need your help to spread the word. There's not many shows like this out there, if any at all, that say that work isn't a four-letter word, that hard work is good, contribution is what you were created to do, and you can actually do it. And we don't make excuses, and I step on some toes, but all to provoke you to think, to feel, and to live. So if you're enjoying the show on podcast, would you follow us? And give us a five-star review. If you're watching via YouTube, would you subscribe and share? That would be great. And I'm bringing this to the people. For years and years and years, I've written two best-selling books. I've got a, an assessment that's going crazy, the Get Clear assessment, that allows someone to get a clear awareness of what they do best, what they love to do, and results that matter to them. And now we're bringing it to you parents. Some of you parents are frustrated that you got to send your kids to a public school where all they do is teach the kids how to answer a question on a standardized test. Blah. That's not what you want. You want your kids to, to go on and be great citizens and do what they were created to do, but you don't know how to do it. And the school system isn't helping. Well, I'm here. Foundations in Career Discovery is now a course where I teach your student in a home study environment where you parents can learn with them. I actually have a parent section to teach you how to communicate with your kids. And in their teens, they can see clues as to their future and not have to decide to go to a college, get a major, without knowing who they really are. Society's asking these kids to pick their future before their brain's even close to being finished, developed. And the school system isn't teaching them 
about their uniqueness, I am. It's called Foundations in Career Discovery. It's only 50 bucks. $49.99 for one student for one year. Additional students, for those of you that have multiple kids, can be added for $30 each per year. Each purchase includes a free teacher account. That's for you parents or you teachers that want to buck the system. It includes student progress tracking and a grade book, teacher resources. Each student will get a free access to my Get Clear assessment, which we changed and adapted for students. That comes with the course. Parents can purchase up to 10 students per account. So go check that out, RamseySolutions.com, Foundations in Career Discovery. All right. Let's give you a snapshot of what's going on in the world of work. Jobless claims rise but still remain at historically low levels. I tell you this stuff because you're going to see headlines in the news and, and all over the place that are clickbait and they start to freak you out. You need perspective. I'm your guy. Here we go. U.S. jobless benefits rose to their highest level in more than a year, but remain at relatively low levels. Are you kidding me? Unemployment rate is at 3.5%. <laughs> But if you see the headlines, unemployment's raise their rate. Uh, unemployment rates rise. <gasps> okay, they went from 3.4 to 3.5. Job, job market is softening. There's no question about that. But our feckless Fed chair, Jerome Powell, in his moronic, boneheaded behavior, is trying to drive unemployment up because he flooded the economy with so much liquid cash and drove up inflation. Yes, I said it. I don't care that he's head of the Fed chair. He's a bonehead, and he's trying to fix a flood by sticking his finger in the hole in the wall. It didn't work for the little Dutch boy. It won't work for him. Some of you are going to have to go look up that reference, you youngsters. But, again... The Fed is trying to drive up rates. They are driving up rates. They're trying to drive up the cost of borrowing. They're trying to get companies to lay off people, and it's happening. However, the economy added 236,000 jobs in March. And and unemployment, again, bumped up from 3.4 to 3.5%. Now, this is a good sign for inflation, what I'm about to tell you. Because as I've said on the show before, let me just give you this real quick and set this tone here. Okay. The number one driver of the stubborn inflation is wage pressures. What that simply means is when salaries are higher and hourly wages are higher, these companies don't just take one for the team. They pass the cost on to you. You're seeing it in your grocery bill. You're seeing it at restaurants and all kinds of things. Restaurants have to pay people more. So now you're noticing these little sneaky fees they're putting on your restaurant bill. Let me tell you something, folks. I call the manager over and go, hey, Sparky, what's this fee? You didn't tell me about this when I came in tonight. It's happening. So these companies, when you get paid more, we all go, oh, I'm making more money. Woo! And then you realize your grocery bill is more. So, you know, all these snowflakes who don't understand capitalism go we should get more money you should pay me way more per hour and then they go everything is so expensive i know because you don't understand economics because your teacher tried to teach you and then the school board probably pulled it out because it was just too heavy 
I'm fired up today, boy. Boy, oh boy. All right, anyway, average hourly wages um, were only up 4.2% in March, and uh, they were up 4.6% in February. So what we're seeing is year over year, you're starting to see the rate drop a little bit. So we are seeing hourly wages drop. But again, (laughs) the same people that are griping about expenses are going to go, that's unfair. (sighs) More on this in a second. Well, let's give it to you now. So what do we do? What do you, the people, do? Because now the Fed staff is saying, their, their, their economists are saying, we think we're headed into a mild recession in the third or fourth quarter. Now, some of you don't get all excited and start applauding because I don't think the Fed knows what they're doing. Okay? So I don't know if it's going to be a mild recession. I was on radio today in Kansas City where I'll be uh, Thursday night for my breakthrough event. And the guy on the air said, look, Ken, what do you see? I go, I don't know, because we see these crazy indicators. Interest rates are up, expenses are up, uh, but so are salary and wages. Unemployment's low. We got a weird economy right now, really weird. But it's not bad, but a, a mild recession shouldn't affect you. A major recession shouldn't affect you if you do three things. So I want to give those of you that are new, you're watching this show, and you go, okay, what do we do, Ken? Well, there's three things. So if I want to be recession a recession-proof, Here's what I'm doing right now. I'm going to immediately cut my costs. I'm going to cut, cut, cut. I'm going to cut my household costs. That's what a good business will do. By the way, that's why Microsoft, Google, and Facebook, and Salesforce have laid off all these people. That's why they did it. They're like, there could be a recession. We're going to cut the fat. Sorry, I'm not calling anybody laid off fat. You get my point. It's metaphorical, not an insult. But the second thing we got to do is we got to eliminate debt. Personally, let's eliminate debt. If I'm cutting my costs, eliminating debt and the cost with that, and then the third thing is I'm boosting my savings. I become recession-proof. I tell you what I never see at Ramsey Solutions when I co-host Ramsey, the Ramsey Show. I never see debt-free screamers right before they do their scream going, inflation's really got me down. They don't say it. Now, I didn't say inflation is, is, is happy for people like me and them. Like, we're like, hey, woohoo! But the point is, is we're not depressed. We're not walking around freaking out, man. Because we've got margin. And that's the point. Now, coming up, very interesting story about a millennial who represents so many millennials and their lack of hope for their professional financial future. Welcome back to the Ken Coleman Show. Thrilled you're here. 844-747-2577 is the phone number to jump in. Let's go to Angela in Santa Rosa, California. Angela, you are on the Ken Coleman Show. What's up? Hey, Ken. Thank you so much for taking my call. I love your show. Oh, thank you so much. What's going on? So I've had over 50 jobs. I started working when I was 16. Whoa, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. This is fabulous. I'm never supposed, I was taught not to ask a lady her age, but I feel like when someone starts off saying, I've had over 50 jobs, I'd love to know how old you are. I'm 41. Okay, you started at 16, and now you're 41, and you've had 50 jobs. That's a lot. At least. It is. Um, (laughs) At least. um, 
I've done everything from restaurant work, um, animal health care, administrative work, bookkeeping. Um, and so where I'm at now, um, my passion has always been entertainment. I was actually making money at that at one time. What kind of entertainment? Um, I was doing modeling and acting. And um, How long did you do that for? Um, about Well, I've been doing it since I was four. I'm still doing it on the side, but off and on since I was four. Um, for about 10 years when I lived in L.A., I was... Um, I was working part-time as a waitress and making a lot of money doing entertainment. Um, I was shooting maybe twice a week. I ended up on a television show. Whoa, whoa, Um, hold on a second. Can you tell me what show? It was called America's Most Smartest Model. It was a reality show. It paid me about $5,000. And so you you were a runway and print model? Yeah, not so much runway. I did a little bit of runway. I did some fashion. But you were on a show called America's Smartest Model? Mm Mm-hmm, yes. Wow. Good for you. Did you win? <laughs> Thank you. I was the third um, finalist, so okay. I made it to the top three. So what? So what? So you told me over fifty jobs at least. You told me the range. Mm-hmm. So we went from uh, restaurant to uh, pet animal care. I was a vet technician. Animal, yeah. I mean, you've done so many things, but you said your passion was entertainment. I start digging into that, and then you tell me you were making good money. You were waitressing just to kind of make sure you had a baseline, but you were doing well. You even made it on a reality show. What made you walk away from it? I moved away from the area, and then also it's a very expensive industry to keep up. Um, You have to get pictures on a regular basis. You have to keep your wardrobe up and makeup and that kind of stuff. And so, Were you sad when you left? Yes, very much so. Um, I'm trying to get back into it, but to be taken seriously, you need to be able to invest in it. And I don't have the money to invest. How like much, how much do you have to invest um, in this? Well, the pictures that I was looking into are probably going to cost about six or $700. Um, an acting class costs anywhere from a few hundred to a thousand dollars. Um, wait a second. That's two grand max. You're telling mm-hmm. me in today's economy you can't you can't come up with two grand? Well, it's not so much that I can't come up with the money, it's coming up with the extra money on top of having to pay my bills. No, but I, okay, I get that, but I'm saying two grand above and beyond your bills. You may not be able to come up with it in one month if your bills are really, really high and you got a lot of debt, but we can get you to a place at forty one where you can live a lifestyle that will allow you to give it one more run and go for it okay. or, or to give it a run somewhere else. It may not be LA, but it may be in another well, right city. Now I live, I live near San Francisco and there's an entertainment market in San Francisco. I know. Um, I'm just, I'm not limiting you is my point. My point is, is like I could get you, I could make a case for you to move to Atlanta, Georgia, where the cost of living is extremely lower and the film industry is going bananas in Atlanta. I'm not trying to. What my point is, is that you called me and you're like, I've had over 50 jobs and you felt like someone who's just really frustrated. Ken, tell me what I'm supposed to do. And you ended up <laughs> telling me what you want to do, which is entertainment. Right. So so here, here's the point. I actually lived in Georgia for about three years. I wasn't able to break into the entertainment industry there. Um, I don't know if it was but the here's money what, or what. Here's what I'm hearing. You made it. You made it on some level, yes or no? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you walked away, and the reason you walked away was not a loss of passion, not because you didn't have talent, not because you didn't have the looks. You walked away because it was hard. And now, ever since then, you've been searching and searching and searching and searching. And I would tell you, 
that you need to get back to working in entertainment. Is it full-time model at 41? I don't know. Does it have to be? No. Is it full-time acting at 41? I don't know. Does it have to be? No. But you've got experience. You have talent. And if you were working a great restaurant job that was really, really nice and it was not an unhealthy environment and you got back into it, whether it's Atlanta, San Francisco, New York, Dallas, I don't care, and you were acting or modeling, even at 41, different types of modeling becomes available. I mean, Mm -hmm. you walked away from the thing that you love to do because it was hard. And you've been searching and wandering ever since. That's my take. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Um, okay, then. I've had people tell me I'm too old to do the modeling. That's that's total um, garbage. It. It's total garbage. It's total garbage. You're 41. You are uh, almost 10 years. You're, you're you're almost a decade younger than me. And and I see models, guys that are older than me. I see women on these catalogs that my mother-in-law has at her house. I was there the other day. I saw one. There was a lady with gray hair. Beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Had to be in her late 50s, early 60s. You're coming up with all these reasons as to why you can't do it. i got to tell you something. I, I actually went on a rant earlier in the show, and I think I, what I said for everybody is also for you. You walked away from entertainment because you didn't think it was feasible and it was feasible you needed to change your lifestyle some more you have to adjust so that you can do the hard things and stay with it and when you do that you give yourself a better chance to build and it might be slow but you build and let me just tell you this when i started broadcasting i was doing high school football play by play on the internet for free i had three babies at home I didn't even get paid mm-hmm. for that. I drove 90 minutes to somewhere nowhere, Georgia, and did a did football on Friday nights on the internet. Do you know how many people were listening to that? Two. <laughs> the kid next to me and my wife, because she's a good woman and wanted to be able to say something good to me when I got home. That's where I okay. started. Then I started doing Saturday radio that I had to pay 250 bucks an hour to do. I stayed with it. You didn't. I'm not judging you. I'm just telling you, you've got it. At one point in your life, you were making good money in L.A., the hardest place in the world to make it. True or false? True. My I had an agent that had my day rate at $2,500 a day. Girlfriend, 2500 bucks a day to have somebody take a picture of you? I tell yeah, you, that ain't ever going to happen to me. Nobody's ever <laughs> going to pay me 2500 bucks to stand still and smile. You got what it takes. You got yourself on a reality show. How old were you when you did all this? Um, I was 25 when I did the reality show. Um, You're 25. You're 41 now. You're not old. You're seasoned. Okay. You ask me if I want a 25-year-old bottle of wine or a a 41-year-old bottle of wine. Guess what I'm choosing? 41. It tastes better. Everything's better when it's older. That's what I think. Of course, I'm middle-aged, so I'm, you know, biased. (laughs) <laughs> I tell you this, I'm a better broadcaster at 48 than I was at 28. Okay. You agree? Not me. I'm saying, I, do you agree that like you have a different role that you can play now? There's different types of modeling, different types of acting that you can do, but you're better now. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I and think listen, that still- you, you're also experienced, and that's the real point I'm making. You did it once, you can do it again. True or false? 
I think so. So here's what you have to do. You got to take on this new effort, whether it's back in LA or we stay in San Francisco or you move to Atlanta. No more excuses. We make our life feasible and we build towards the desirable. Okay. But when we try to go to desirable from zero to 50 and we skip all the gears, it's not going to work. We've got to build up. You've done it once, you can do it again. So maybe you take two years and get your financial house in order. You get your life at a place where you go, okay, I can do this, and now it's time to move back. This time I'm going to get a roommate. This time I'm going to save more. You know, Listen, I think you could actually tell me what it would take to win. I think you could tell me. So I'm not going to make you tell me, but I'm just going to say write it down today before you go to bed tonight. And I mean this. I want you to write it down. What must be okay. true for me to get back into the entertainment business and do it and also sustain my life and actually give my shot maybe at 51 i'm as happy as i've ever been in my life what must be true do that thanks for the call angela this is the ken coleman show press on thanks for listening to the ken coleman show for more you can find the show on demand wherever you listen to podcasts and watch the show on youtube You can also find Ken across all social media by following at Ken Coleman.